Today, I'm sharing how to deal with writing emotionally charged book scenes without quitting. So get your tissues because we're going deep. Just kidding. (laughs) I guarantee you'll end this episode with a smile. Welcome to the Unlocked Creative. Has it been on your heart to write and self-publish a book? It's simpler than you think to become a published author. Hi, I'm Siobhan, and after decades of having a first draft, I finally decided to take my power back and bring my book to life. In less than three months, I was able to self-publish my first book, and my mission is to help you to do the same. In this podcast, you'll learn how to start writing, find time to write, get unstuck and find motivation, learn the complete process of writing a book, uncover your unique story and who you're writing for, self-publish and market your first book. You can do anything with your God-led creativity. If you are ready to step into unlocking your own potential in your life, you are in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your cat, your coffee, and turn on your computer. Let's write. You're writing a book or you know that the book you want to write is going to involve difficult emotions, memories, situations. Whether you're writing a memoir of a particular theme of your life and how you overcame it, or you're writing fiction and using your experiences to build characters and worlds, this is the episode for you to know how to write through those feelings and get your book out into the world. I'm editing and rewriting a memoir at the moment, which is something, you know, I've overcome in a period of my life that I hope can help others. I will talk more about the book as it forms here on the show. What I want to share is the truth about the process as I go through it. Before I do, I want to mention the key ways you can work with me so you know how to work through your book. The Writer Unlocked course is for you if you're stuck, you want to write your book but don't know what's involved or how to go about it. I give you a first draft blueprint that you follow from start to finish so you leave the course with your first draft book. If you have your draft already and you want to self-publish your book, the unlocked author is for you. I take you through how to publish your first book from draft to polished published book. And those courses can be found at theunlockedcreative.com. But if you do want one-on-one support, I do offer limited mentoring. You can email me hello at theunlockedcreative.com. So whether you're stuck and want to work through a plan to start writing your book, you don't know what ideas to go with or don't have any, or have questions about how to plan it all out, or even just the basic thing of having enough time to write, I've got you. We'll work out your simple integrated action plan together. So email me to get started. Again, hello at theunlockedcreative.com. But make sure to get in quick because those spots don't last long. When I was drafting my first draft memoir, which was 380 pages long, honestly, some scenes took me three sessions to write because of their emotional weight. I prayed to spirit what I and many of us call God for clarity. I breathed in and centered myself in the present before revisiting the past. I reminded myself that I am always safe here because each scene is like watching a story unfold. Sometimes one image will trigger other mental images and I'd realise the richness of a scene. So, for example, 
you know, if I wanted to write about a memory I'd had in a car with my stepfather and stepbrother and mum, while I started with that memory, I ended up somewhere else writing about rollerblading or some other 90s thing that I did back then. I have duplicated scenes as well, which is interesting because I feel like it's my subconscious saying, hey, this one's important. So in the conscious world, I'm obviously cutting scenes that are repeated and just keeping one version of them if they move the story forward. I'm also cutting scenes that don't relate to the theme of the memoir. You know, I can keep them in the draft, let them habitate there and move on with the next version, knowing that they're accounted for somewhere, but I don't throw them out. I was listening to a book called The Body Keeps the Score. You know, psychoanalysis was all about talk therapy and the author touches on writing as a therapy, the importance of being able to tell a full story. The problem is for people who've experienced trauma that for some people, that part of the brain that creates story isn't activated. Instead, trauma exists in fragments. So being able to bring it all together and integrate it not just in language, but in a visceral way through the body is so crucial to healing. I feel like writing is part of that integration, bringing it all together in one place. But what is brought together isn't for me. What I do believe is that certainly healing has happened, but my healing began with therapy many, many years ago. (laughs) Not writing. Writing came... Writing came when it was ready. So for me, writing this book, which I couldn't do until this point now in the journey, and that's nearly 20 years since difficulties began, the act of writing the book, which I've now completed, was like the final act of the story that I'm writing about and something that happened long ago. So I'm able to recognize that now. For some of you, you won't be there yet, and that is okay. You can still write about your experiences, see your therapist, and heal. And you might not want to write about that part of your life, the dark parts, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be a memoir either. Your heartache can come through fiction too, when you're ready. But for now, don't stop writing. Write through it if you can, and if your professional team supports it, of course. Because I have used my journals over the years to write this book. And look, I openly confess the inner critic has showed up as procrastination. There were many times when I put off writing those emotionally charged scenes to check my Facebook or my email. Sometimes I'd put it off until evening and I never write in the evening, so I didn't write. And then, you know, that was only to discover that the scene, the difficult scene I needed to write was waiting for me in the morning. (laughs) So whenever I see one of those scenes now, I just say, fine, I'll write you and write anyway. Because if one thing in the story helps someone else, then to me it's worth it. But yeah, this book is a whole new level of vulnerability. So to recap, the ways I approach emotionally charged scenes was in this way. First, before writing scenes, I, you know, prayed and acknowledged that that was then, this is now. I'm safe here now. Second, I wrote difficult scenes and just watched them unfold. I allowed them to unfold as separate from me. 
Third, in terms of looking at multiple scenes, I removed duplication and it felt good. A bit like weeding (laughs) when the weeds actually come out. Anyway, that's another story. Fourth, I didn't throw out or expunge emotionally charged scenes for good. That means even though I cut them out of the story, I kept them somewhere else because you never know whether that scene is going to be useful for another book or another essay or piece of writing you submit to a journal. You get the picture. Fifth, I kept my journals for the reason just mentioned. I may never write a book from them, but who knows, maybe my daughter will read them and learn something. Or, you know, maybe I did. I love hearing from you. So if you have a question you want me to answer live on the show about writing and self-publishing, go to theunlockedcreative.com slash podcast and click the orange button there to leave a voice memo. I can edit out any ums or coughs, so please just let go of perfection and go for it. I hope you got value out of today's show. And if you did, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, take care.